LaRue is a destination for female entrepreneurs. LaRue is a one-stop shop for lifestyle, business, and branding. There is nothing more that I want than for that to be true. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself, and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so happy to have all of you beautiful souls here with me today, and I'm super excited because we are talking about the April update of my 2023 goals. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, At the beginning of the year, I made a promise that every month I would update you guys on my goal progress for 2023. I feel like, and everybody knows this, this is such a common narrative around goal setting, especially when it comes to January 1st and the New Year's. We are so gung-ho about it for, you know, a good long while, maybe a couple weeks, if you're lucky, a couple months, but a lot of people really struggle to carry those goals throughout the entire year, all 365 days. So that is what I'm doing, and I'm really excited for today's update because I have some exciting updates to share with you guys. So if you're new to this podcast or if you're new to this series of the podcast, you can go back and listen to all of the updates, obviously January, February, March. And then I also have it carrying out on the blog as well, where I kind of give you guys updates about like my goals for the next month, where I'm feeling resistance throughout the last month, etc. But I'm really excited to talk to you guys today about moving forward to April because Saturday was April 1st and you know I'm a Virgo I'm very OCD so there's nothing I love more than like the first of the month or specifically the first of the year following falling on like a Saturday Sunday or Monday I don't know it just gives me such great satisfaction like it's I feel like it's more of an incentive to put like more effort into your goals for the month or the year (laughs) I don't know I have a weird thing about like numbers but anyways so Saturday was April 1st, I had a really, really lovely day to myself. Um, My boyfriend didn't come over until like later in the afternoon. So I spent the whole morning and afternoon kind of just doing like a wellness day. It was really rainy and gloomy in the morning. And then it turned out to be like a gorgeous day. And then it was gloomy again at night. But I took that like gloomy mood and attitude and set it to some good use. And I took the morning, I went to the gym, um, got like my finances done for quarter one, and then I spent the rest of the day goal setting and just kind of prepping for the next quarter because now we're moving into Q2 of 2023. And this is an extra good time to really sit down and reevaluate what what goals you've achieved, where you're kind of falling behind, where you're feeling resistance, etc. And I really wanted to take the time to do that because the last couple months have been a little difficult with my goals and that's where I'm really excited to update you guys because I knew actively I knew throughout the time that I wasn't achieving a lot and I kept actively asking myself why where am I feeling resistance what's wrong here what do I need to change I was very 
pursuant to figure out why. I wasn't denying it. I wasn't resisting the resistance. And I was being very intentional about, you know, the questions I was asking myself and being very honest with myself. I wasn't pretending the resistance wasn't there. I was asking why and trying to actively resolve the the resistance, resolve the issue. And I couldn't quite figure it out. I was feeling a lot of lack of motivation when it came to my job, which for, you know, since I, since I began LaRue, I haven't really felt that. I've always been really excited to sit down at my desk in the morning and work. There have been a few times where I've gone through little bouts of like fear of sitting down at my desk. I told you guys in a podcast a little while back that right after I moved here, I was feeling a huge like drought in my inspiration and in my motivation that I was dreading sitting down at my desk. So I have experienced it a few times, but the dread wasn't the same this time. Over the last several weeks, I would say since maybe like mid-February, early February to mid-February, um, I've had resistance to sitting down at work because all I was doing was client work. Now, this is a really big honor. This is this is a <laughs> this is a good thing to be complaining about. I don't want to say complaining, but to feel resistance on because at the beginning of the year, let me let me back up a little bit. At the beginning of the year, after the new year passed, I signed about a dozen clients in like three weeks. I was so gung ho about building my client book. Obviously, you know, the financial aspect was an incredible thing to have. I'd never been able to make so much money in just one month, you know, so I was very excited and I was on this high about it. I just kept raking in the clients and some of them were referrals, some of them were random people. And I think there's also this sort of extra excitement in signing your first clients at random. So these are people you don't know, people who find you at random, people who find you through your work. And I feel like there's an extra piece of the puzzle opening or solving like there's a door opening now where I'm welcoming clients that I'm attracting just through my work just through my energy which is really exciting right because at the beginning of most entrepreneurship careers where you're offering a service a lot of the clients that you sign are going to be on a referral basis are going to be on a connection basis right someone's coming to you because they know someone who you've worked with and it can be hard to break out of that barrier So anyways, I was signing a lot of clients. Some of them were, you know, random people, which was really, really exciting. And I was so excited about the prospect of building my client book and signing so many clients that I wasn't actually thinking about the workload. (laughs) And I got very overwhelmed very quickly. So a good chunk of those clients were all design clients and then coaching. You know, coaching is an active service, right? So that's something I'm doing actively while it's happening and I'm thinking about it I'm very like 110% in on it but it's not something I have to put as much back-end work on obviously as, as I do design work and the majority of my websites can take me upwards of 40 hours you know just on the like baseline of the website and that's not including any extra design work or whatever you know for example I have a couple of websites that have taken me upwards of 70 so it just depends But that was a lot of clients to sign at once, right? And then I'm actively, I had 10 active projects open at one time, which was a lot. And because I had signed so many at the same time, the deadlines were all around the same time. So it's not like I could spread a lot of that work out evenly. I just kind of had to keep making progress and the same progress on different sites and on different clients. So... 
after that kind of high wears off and I realize what kind of workload I took on, I very quickly regretted (laughs) signing all those clients. And not to say that I didn't want the clients, and of course I do, but I that was when I realized, okay, maybe I need to start a wait list. Like, this is a good thing. People are attracted to wait lists because it means you're in demand. You know, that's just a very simple supply and demand uh, theory when it comes to business and building business. And I decided that it was time and I did, I went on a wait list and I'm still on a wait list. You know, I'm actively signing clients out through April and May, um, moving into June soon. So it's amazing. And you know, I I made that decision quickly, but it was those first couple of weeks where I realized that I love my client work. I love branding and I love design work. I love being able to build out a home for other people's brands. That's what I call it. It's a digital home for your brand. It's a digital home to showcase your work and something that the majority of my clients have built over years and years, right? These are well-established businesswomen who, whose portfolio can go back, you know, decades. And that is very exciting. I love being able to give people something beautiful, something to add to their business, the quality of their business, the delivery of their business, etc. I love it. It is something I'm naturally very good at. It's very creative. It's very fun. However, and this was a hard realization for me to come to and definitely a hard thing for me to admit I did quickly realize graphic design and the branding work side of things is truly not the only thing I want to do it is not a hundred percent of me and I don't put a hundred percent of myself into it it is just a piece of my puzzles specifically I think right now graphic design and branding work is very in demand It is a, you know, very high value paying partnership that I create with my clients. So it's a great thing to have right now while I'm building the business. However, I realized that it isn't, it isn't all of me. It's not where my creative abilities are fully best spent. I want it to just be a piece of the puzzle. I realized that I was spending so much of my time designing that I had no time to express myself in any other ways. I fit in content creation wherever I could slip it in and I wasn't really focusing on it. I wasn't really driving all of my effort into it. And I was always pushing it off to the end of the week because throughout the week I was so focused on the design work. And then I was working all day Sunday and I was I was working the whole day and then I was going to the gym, coming home and eating and showering and then putting in like two or three more hours of work. And it was getting a bit much. I was getting, I was definitely reaching a burnout and I was getting a little resentful of the work, which was making me sad. So like I said, it was a different kind of, I don't want to use the word dread, but there was just a lack. There was a lackluster of excitement. There was a lack of joy sitting down at my desk for a couple weeks. And I was, that was making me really sad because I realized eventually this isn't where I want my career to stop. This isn't what I want to do forever. I do really want, and I realize this is funny. I realized that the copy I wrote for the new creative studio website, LaRue is a destination for female entrepreneurs. LaRue is a one-stop shop for lifestyle, business, and branding. There is nothing more that I want than for that to be true. And that leads me into kind of sharing some of my bigger goals with you guys that I haven't shared. 
I've kept those kind of close to my chest because they're very personal and they are very ambitious and people can judge when other people have big goals because they see we tend to see our own downfalls when we judge people with bigger goals because we ourselves think we can't achieve them. So instead of supporting someone, we tend to think, well, that's not possible because you don't see yourself doing it as possible. And it can feel really hurtful when someone makes those kind of judgments, even though it's it's fully an internal reflection and it's not a reflection on you. So I've kept those really big goals close to me because I didn't want people to judge me. I didn't want people to tell me, oh, that's not possible. You're too ambitious, etc. But I've done a lot of tapping on that recently. I've done a lot of just kind of musing and thinking over about my big goals. And when I realized that branding and graphic design wasn't the only thing I wanted to do, it made me attach myself to those bigger goals even more. It made me realize how much I truly do want to achieve them. They're not just pipe dreams. They're not just something I see off in the distance like, God, that'd be so nice, but I certainly don't see myself achieving that. Like, I very quickly realized my big dreams are there for a reason. I I didn't just like sum them up one day or conjure them from a fun thought or a fun book or a movie or whatever. My big, enormous long-term goals have been deliberated on over years of hard work, growth, and dedication to not just my business, but myself. So... Some of those goals really do include basically what the copy says that I I want to create a community for not just entrepreneurial women. I want to create a community for women that supports women to find resources to live intentionally and run intentional businesses. So my long term goal, I'm very excited to share this with you guys. Finally, my very, very big goal that I would like to achieve by the time I'm 30, because I want to make the Forbes 30 under 30, is to open a physical community and an online community for LaRue. So basically, I want to open cafes slash like working spots, kind of like a combination of like a WeWork and a very luxury fun cafe. I don't know if you guys know what this is, but there's this place in business called The Wing, which is basically like an all-woman co-working space where you can just kind of come in. It's a cafe. They host like workshops and all this kind of stuff. That's essentially what I want to do with LaRue, but much bigger. I would like to turn LaRue into an online forum, so creating and developing and coding an app that offers intentional resources, community boards to connect with based on cities so you can actually connect with people. I want to create resources. If you don't know what SCORE is, SCORE is a is an entrepreneurial resource where you can find like business mentors. You can find them for anything and any topic. So finances, legal advice, business advice, how to start a business, how to create a business, how to file LLC, how to hire employees, like all of this stuff. So SCORE is a really great resource that I utilized at the beginning. And so I want to create something like that with LaRue where you can find like and connect with a free business mentor. So someone who's like 5, 10, 15 years into entrepreneurship and is well established and can mentor you in legality or finances or hiring process or etc. Like whatever you need. So that is kind of the online stuff. Um, and then again, it goes into personal interdisciplinary topics. So intentionality, you know, like a, a book spot where we're highlighting authors in the industry and 
intentionality. So obviously habits and routines, you can hire a coach, etc. Like literally a one-stop shop for living a freaking phenomenal intentional life. And then the physical community, obviously expanding into major cities all around the US, if not the world. But of course, we're starting in NYC. <laughs> I want to open like a physical location obviously luxury and gorgeous to the nines, but it's a cafe, it's a bookshop, all intentional and self-help books, all women published authors. And I want to open, you know, where we can host workshops and we can host like book readings and we can host coaching events and speaking events and mentorship programs. And I just want it to be the most empowering community to exist within women. That is very ambitious, I know, but that is my goal because when I was beginning LaRue, I've never, I've never actually told anyone this, but this feels very good to say right now. When I was beginning LaRue and I was going through so much struggle and so much wondering and so much doubt if I could actually do this, if I could create anything, not that I knew I would get to this goal one day, but just anything, if I could reach any sort of success I was so scared that I couldn't and I was so doubtful and I was fighting so hard for even small goals every day I told myself that if I ever did reach success if I ever did have the money the mindset the ambition to create something bigger that I would do it so that women in those shoes that I was once in scared but hopeful could have the resources they need at their fingertips, could have the resources they need to connect with other women who inspire them and can lead them and can help them. I felt so isolated in my entrepreneurial journey at the beginning, and I had no idea how to get myself out of that isolation. It was this energetic door that I could not break through. And I knew that moving up here, it would change. I would be able to walk through that door. I would create this empowering community of women. And now I'm in a position in my life where I've never before had a more supportive group of friends. And not only are they supportive, but they're women who ask questions. They're women who want to share in these resources. They're women who want to live a similar, intentional, loving, joyful, healthy, and happy life. And I I have very much realized over the last year that I want nothing more than to create that for women around the world. So all of that is to share with you. All of that is to say that when I was signing all these clients and it was all design clients, I realized this is not it for me. This isn't it. The money's great. Yes, the connection's phenomenal. I'm meeting so many amazing, incredible, savvy businesswomen who have been in the game for years, but this isn't it. I want to move forward. I want to climb the entrepreneurial ladder. I want to be a front runner in the entrepreneurship business. I want to be a powerhouse. I want to be someone who other entrepreneurial women starting out at 18, 19, 20, whatever age can look up and say, she did it. Hell yeah, I can do it too. And they have the resources to do it. LaRue is going to become an app. It's going to become a location. LaRue is going to be exactly what it says. It is now, but it's going to get bigger. And it's going to be that one-stop shop for entrepreneurial women. And I realized that that's what I wanted. 
So I became sad, going back to the original story, I became sad that doing that work every day, doing the design work wasn't actually getting me closer to those goals. Even if it was 1% of 1% closer, that wasn't what I was getting. I was getting no closer to achieving any of those goals or even working on those goals. And I told you guys, I think it was in last month's update, that every month at the beginning of the month, I set like 20 or so baby goals that fit into my 10 big goals for the year. You know, closing client work, uh, signing new clients, um, making a certain amount of money, you know, do like a bunch of random stuff. Um, and in February and in March, I only checked off about half those goals. And that made me really sad because I know that in in, you know, roughly 28 to 31 days, I can achieve a lot. And I only have 12 sets of those groups of days to achieve my big goals, right? That's a year. And I realized that the only goals I was checking off were client goals. And all of my productivity, all of my creative energy and juices and flow was being spent on someone else's creative moment, creative picture, which is their website, their branding. When it finally came time in the day for me to have even a little bit of time to work on my goals or any anything I wanted to work on, content creation, whatever it was, I was so drained and I had no creative energy left in me to push through to speak to the community that I want to build, to the goals that I want to achieve. And I realized that I was spending all of my energy on creative endeavors for someone else and that made me really sad so I knew that it was time for a change and I knew that I needed to reevaluate and set some boundaries with client work so I came up with two solutions that I'm very excited about moving into April I am going to max out my client book at six at a time so my wait list is growing now and I've let all my clients and coming in clients know that And I am, in fact, raising my rates again, which is really exciting. I was just writing in last week's blog that raising my rates as an entrepreneur has always felt really difficult. I've done two major like rate level upgrades in the last three years um, since I launched LaRue. And this will be the third. And this is the only one where I felt really comfortable, like it had been a long time coming. It's about time I'm raising them. Like, okay, it's it's naturally time. I had no issues raising my rates. I felt very comfortable about it. And I didn't like think twice about it versus the first two times where I was mulling it over. I was questioning it. I was like, I don't know if people are going to pay me this. I don't know if people want like want to invest this kind of money in me. I wasn't confident enough with it. But now, very thankfully, because I've been working so hard and making so much progress that this round of raising my rates feels great. So I can limit my client book a little bit more and ease back on the client work while I continue to build out my goals. Because even though I'm three years in, I am still very much at the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey. I am still in a period where I am immensely growing consistently. Like so much of my business is constantly changing. There's so many moving parts. There's so much that's continuously evolving. I haven't had consecutive months really where I'm seeing I'm just doing the same thing over and over. Like I'm not at a steady growth at all. I am continuously 
having better and better months of clients and who I'm signing, how I'm signing them, and goals I'm achieving. And then that kind of stalled over the last couple months when it was just client work. So all of that is to say, and the April update really is that I am, again, like I told you guys in the first several of these podcasts in this series, my word of the year is balance. And now my goal of that balance was to distribute a good, strong, comfortable, and intentional balance between my lifestyle and my business. But now, even so, we're zooming in a little bit on the business aspect, and now it's about finding a balance between client work and my goals, my personal work in the business. So content creation, moving the needle forward in my business, building out my goals, meaning you know, working on building out a community. Something within that as well is I am very seriously thinking about hiring an assistant soon because in the last few months when I've signed all these clients, I've very... I've been very aware of all of the admin work that I'm doing that if I just took the time to teach someone, it would take so much off my workload for the week. So, you know, that's a huge step of growth. Hiring an assistant, hiring your first employee is a really major step in your business. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, If you're interested, (laughs) uh, it can be a remote or um, in-person position. So if you're in the city or you're not, whatever, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. But That is something I am going to be doing over the next two months. My goal is to have someone hired by the beginning of June. So we shall see about that. I'll keep you guys updated. But anyways, I was realizing that I just, I wasn't finding that balance. And to to say that balance is my word of the year, you know, you can keep zooming it in, which is so great. So I, I was able to see, okay, I need to find a balance between my life and my business. And now zooming into business, I need to find a balance between client work and my personal like business work and then on the personal side of things when you zoom in on business and personal if you're zooming in on personal I need to find a balance between where I'm spending my time with all my friends and my boyfriend and my family and etc and where I'm spending my time with just myself because as I've told you guys before I'm someone who thrives on alone time I love my alone time it's where I you know can really get my creative juices flowing it's where I feel really intentional And it's just something I very much need. Um, And I've definitely realized that in the last year and couple months living on my own, I, I've felt isolated, of course, like I felt lonely, but it's never, I don't think overpowered the empowerment I feel being on my own. I love my alone time. I love being with myself. I love sitting with my thoughts and journaling and relaxing and reading and et cetera. So again, It's all about balance. That's really what I'm working towards. But the April update for you guys, all (laughs) finally getting there, is that I am seeing the evolution of my business. I'm seeing the evolution of my life and I'm ready to, you know, take kind of another up level personally and in the business and it's time to reprioritize. So that's what I did on Saturday. I took the time to really evaluate my goals and see where I was falling short and where I was kind of excelling with goals, where I was maybe ahead. Um, And that was really nice to do. I think that when I talk to you guys about being honest with yourself, something that I think a lot of us avoid is when we set a goal and we think we're falling behind, instead of like sitting down and looking at it, writing it out, like this is what I've achieved, this is what I haven't achieved, this is what I need to do. We feel embarrassed or we 
we punish ourselves for not having done enough. And that's very subjective to the goal. But we punish ourselves for not having done enough. So we can't sit down and honestly tell ourselves where we're falling behind because we feel embarrassed. Because we feel like we're lazy. We feel like we're not working hard enough. We feel like we're not doing enough. That is such a self-sabotage way of looking at things. We just need to have the courage to be honest with ourselves. If you can sit down, let's say like, let's let's be simple about it. Let's say your goal is to read like 50 books for the year. And now we're moving into April. And let's say you've only read like four. So you're objectively, that would be behind, right? If you're averaging that out, that would be like what, four books a month? Four, 12, 24. Don't hurt yourself, Lauren. Who knows? <laughs> Anyways, okay, let me make it simpler on me. Um, let's say it's 60 books a year because I know 60 is divided by 12 evenly. Um, 12, 24, 36, 48, 60. So that's five. That's five books a month. Okay. And let's say you've only read four by April. That math was really mathing me. Anyways, um, my point in all of that was to say, let's say you're behind and then let's say you went like two or three weeks without reading a book because maybe you were traveling and then work was really busy and whatever it is, whatever, whatever the excuse is, and I wouldn't even call it an excuse, whatever the circumstances are. If you get back from that vacation or you, you just kind of have a moment to breathe and think to yourself, okay, maybe I should pick up a book, but oh, I'm already so behind. Like I might as well just watch TV. That thought process is so self-sabotaging and Let's look at this from an intentional like coaching perspective. If you think that to yourself and if you speak like that to yourself, you're telling your inner child, the person within you who does the goal setting, which for the majority of people is your inner child because that's the part of us that's the most ambitious objectively, right? You are telling whatever version of yourself that it is that that goal is unachievable because you are lazy, because you haven't met the circumstances or the expectations that you set so if you had set five goals or I'm sorry five goals five books a month meaning we're moving into April so you should be starting like six book 16 you are telling yourself you've fallen short without considering the circumstances maybe work got busy maybe you did just get a little lazy maybe you were just kind of done with reading for a little bit there is no reason why you can't sit down reevaluate and get back on track we tell ourselves it's not possible or we just shouldn't bother anymore because we've fallen behind or because we berate ourselves for falling behind. But what we forget to look at in the moment is the fact that we set these goals for a reason. We do. We don't just pull them out of our butts and think, okay, this sounds fun. Like, let me do this. We set our goals with intention. We set our goals for a very specific reason to further our knowledge, to further our achievement, to further our well-being, whatever it is. I personally set a goal to read 75 books this year. And I told you guys that the last two-ish years, I've really fallen behind with my reading because the business started taking off. My life got really busy and I just didn't have time. And that was fine. I'm not going to sit here and berate myself about it. I can't do anything about it. I can't go back in time and read 50, 75 books last year. What I can do is read this year. And guess what? You know how many books I've read this year? Two. Count them on your finger. One, two. I have read two books so far in 2023. Do you hear me sitting? Do you hear me? What am I saying? Do you hear me yell? I don't know what I'm saying. Do you hear me yelling at myself saying, wow, you're such a failure. Like you, you can't do this. Wow, you shouldn't even bother ever reading a book again. Absolutely not. 
There's no point in that. And that's just simply not true. Maybe what I'll do is reevaluate that goal because I see how busy I still am and decide, okay, let me just ease into it. Oh, I have a perfect segue. Let me ease into it and just move it down to 20 and I can keep reading because the last book I read was so great. I'm really excited to dive into the next one. And that brings me to something else. The other point I want to make about this is if you feel like you're not making progress in your goals, something that you can do that is really, really amazing for your motivation and inspiration is to kind of shock your system. So I recently did this, and by recently, I mean literally today, (laughs) and I'm very, very excited about the way it's going to affect my productivity and my motivation. So I've been feeling not great about my body recently. I was doing really well in the gym, and it was really showing physically, Um, and you know, I, I... I want to say this very lightheartedly because I know that there are a lot of different ways to look at eating and your body. And I just want to say everyone is beautiful. Your body is perfect the way it is, you know, and if you want to work on it, great. Do you. But me wanting to work on mine does not mean you need to work on yours. And you're doing great no matter what. So let me just say that. But anyways, I wasn't feeling great and I didn't love that. I was feeling uncomfortable in my body and I'm just I'm just in a place in my life where I don't want to feel that way. So I really wanted to do something about it. And I also, I go to the gym five days a week. I work out an hour and 15 minutes to like, you know, every five days a week. I do a lot for my body. I go to yoga. I I do well. And I, I don't like eat badly. I just, you know, I have a good relationship with food. I eat what the hell I want. And I can deal with it in the gym the next day. I don't limit myself. I just... I'm aware of what I eat, but I will never, ever, ever say I'm on a diet, nor will I ever go on a diet because that's just creating an unhealthy relationship with food. Anyways, so I wasn't loving how I was looking and feeling in my body. And I also wasn't loving that I set a goal at the beginning of the year to go on a walk every day. And I've also done that. Count them on the same two fingers. One, two, two times. Twice. I've done it twice. Okay. Like intentionally gone for a walk. With the exception of Michael and I walking Bowie, like on the weekends and stuff or when it's really nice out, I have stopped working, gone for a walk and come back and worked twice since January 1st. And my goal was to do that every day. I didn't have time. I, I just don't. I It would give me anxiety to stop my work and go for a 30 minute walk because all I would be doing on that walk is thinking about the work I need to do when I get back. So I haven't done it. And I walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes every day. Um, when I work out on the days I work out and I thought to myself you know what it'd be really nice if I work during this it'd be really nice if I could just get more steps in during the day so I'd been thinking about it for a while thinking about it mulling it over thinking about it and I finally decided to bite the bullet and if you didn't see on Instagram I did (laughs) I bought myself a rising desk and a treadmill for under my desk and today was the first day I got to use it I'm so excited about it I feel so good the only thing I need to physically worry about is my knee but you know I'll just kind of I'm just going to like I said, ease my way into it and my goal I'll work up to, but I'm really excited about it. And that is going to be the shock to my system. I feel like that is going to be my motivator for a while to really, you know, actively achieve my goals. I set my to-do list this morning and a lot of the times on Mondays specifically, I'll end up just working on client work all day, but I sat down and very intentionally made my to-do list for today. And I was like, no, I'm going to work on content. I'm going to work on client sites. I'm going to work on a personal like business goal. I'm going to do these things. And 
I am making sure I'm checking everything off that list. And this podcast was one of them because I really wanted to make sure I was being intentional with my time. So I'm sitting doing my podcast and as soon as I'm done recording, I'm going to do my last hour of the rising desk before I head down to the gym. But I'm so excited. This is definitely going to act as a shock to my system, which I think will truly help my motivation. So if something that you're struggling with your goals is finding that motivation, Try and find ways to change up the way you're going about your goal. So for example, if, you know, we're going back to that reading goal, if you're someone who reads at night, start reading in the morning or vice versa, or start listening to an audiobook versus reading or vice versa. Find a way to shock your system in a way that changes the way you do your routine. If you guys have seen the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once, you know that that's exactly how quantum leaping works, which you can also go back and listen to the quantum leaping um, podcast that I have. But basically it talks about to achieve something or to shift, not even achieve something, to shift realities, you do you need to do something that's completely unexpected. So my hope with my rising desk is that my body will realize that I'm doing cardio in a different way and that's how I'll, you know, lean out a little bit and shed a little bit of weight. And with reading, if your goal is to read, maybe instead of reading in bed or reading on the couch, maybe you go read in the park or maybe you go read at the library or wherever, wherever feels comfortable or whenever. Try and find a way to change the way you're going about your goals because the reality of it is, is that if the way you're going about it now isn't working, continuing to do that likely isn't going to work. You need to shift the way you're going about things. You need to shift the way you're approaching things so you can shift your reality. So I think that's it. I think that's my April update for you guys. I am really, really excited. I think something else that's really just got me excited about the next quarter is the spring and summer seasons coming. I'm so excited for the warm weather and my pool opens on Memorial Day. And I'm just, I'm so excited for the warm, cool conditions. Like I'm, I'm over the cold, even though we had such a mild winter. I just, I don't know. I'm excited for the sun to be shining. I'm excited for brunches outside and walking in the park. And it's just going to be, I think a really great summer. So I think that's it for you guys. I'm really excited about the April update. I think that I have really set myself up for success. I do think so. I think limiting myself to the six clients and then the walking uh, during the day, I think will really help just keep me motivated and on track. And a lot about it, a lot of it is really about that self-discipline, you guys. It's just about telling myself like, no, this is what I put on my to-do list. I have to do it. I don't need to spend five hours on one client today. Like, let me spend two hours on this and then let me spend the rest of my day doing the work that I want to do, the work that's benefiting me, the work that's creative for me because I don't need to spend all of my creativity energy on other people. That's just the reality of it. So I hope this hits. I hope it helps. I hope you got it. Hope you love it. And you know the spiel. I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.